On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, I'm going to tell you how to get thousands of shares on your content. It can be done, but there's a specific way to do it, and you have to begin with the end in mind. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to episode number 38 of the Massive Agent Podcast. 38 already. Wow. I'm Dustin Brome, your host. I am a realtor here in Salt Lake City, Utah with EXP Realty. I am the founder of the themassiveagentsociety.com. That is our Facebook ad lead gen training and support system. Copy and paste. You want some effective Facebook ads that have been proven to work? Just copy and paste ours. Use those. That's what you get in the society plus the support to learn how to do it and make adjustments as you go along. Now, at as this show is being released on Thursday the 13th, I am speaking at the Engage.Marketing Conference put on by Housing Wire down in Dallas. So I will actually be speaking at 11 a.m. local time uh, on a panel about the, the relationship between a realtor and a lender and how freaking broken it is and how uh, – here's what I'm going to bring to it. Lenders always come to us as agents and they're like, hey, um, I have a rate sheet. Hey, I have some flyers or, Hey, I'll buy you lunch. I want you to work with me and give me your clients is basically what a lender approaches an agent with, right? They're doing it backwards. Okay. The agent has the clients usually, and the lender wants them. Well, how should lenders then approach you? Cause I don't know about you, but I've been in the business for a while. I have my preferred lenders. I don't need another lender, but what I do need is referrals. Okay. So if you, and I had a, a lender do this. Okay. They did it the right way. They came to me and said, Hey, we'd really like to work with you. We see you're doing big things here. I have a buyer who's pre-approved and ready to go. They just need a good agent. Here you go. And I'm, what am I going to do? Say no. And I'm like, Oh, cool. And, and it was a smooth transaction and it was a good experience. And, and they ended up really liking that lender. But I, if they had, they just sent me a, a LinkedIn DM or sent me some auto text or Facebook message or something. It was like, Hey, you know, uh, I'll buy you lunch. I would, I would have just deleted it. I wouldn't have even responded. But when they say, Hey, I have a client that gets my attention. So if you're a lender and you want to attract more realtors, if you want to attract the biggest realtor teams in town, what you need to do is bring them business first and then perform well. Okay. Be likable, have a great experience. And then that agent will feel obligated to reciprocate. Because you gave them business first. That's how it works. So lenders, you really have to learn marketing. You have to learn Facebook ads. You have to learn Google AdWords. You have to learn uh, content marketing. Get your own clients. Because if you can get your own clients, you can attract any realtor in town to work with you. And then you'll get their clients. So that's just a little preview. Wasn't even planning on saying all that, but I I feel like you lenders need to hear that. But that's a little bit of what I'm going to be speaking about in Dallas at the Engage.Marketing conference put on by Housing Wire. That's going to be super fun. So if you're there at the conference and you just happen to get this episode the morning of the, the conference, come find me. Send me a message on Instagram through our, our uh, at Massive Agent profile. Let me know you're there. I'd love to meet you and say, hey. All right. So this episode is going to be kind of fun. This is a topic that I, I don't think I speak about enough, but it's something 
that I've really excelled at. I think it's it's something I've done very well in my content marketing career, and it's super valuable because if you can learn how to get your content shared by others thousands of times, do you think you're going to grow your following pretty quick? Yeah. You're going to grow your following. You're going to grow your traffic to your website. You're going to grow you know, your, your Instagram followers and your YouTube subscribers and all that fun stuff by getting other people to share your content. And also, if guys, for SEO, search engine optimization, that's that, for you guys that you've heard of it but don't really know what it is, SEO is basically Google's way of figuring out which content to show in the search results. How do how does Google pick which uh, which results that they're going to show you? Because there's a million different. I mean, usually there's millions of res, of likely results, but they only put a, you know they only put seven on the front page. So how do they choose that? That's called SEO. Something that Google factors in is how many shares you're getting on social media. If you write an article for your blog and it's shared ten thousand times, Google sees that as a pretty obvious clue that your content is good, that people want to see it. If if it was shit content and no one gave a crap about it, no one would ever share it, right? So they look at social sharing as a pretty big clue on whether or not the content is good. Okay, so we're going to break sharing down um, in two different categories, okay? There's, there's getting your content shared by those included in your content, like by collaborating, by giving shout outs and mentions, and then shared by those not included. Now, getting your stuff shared by those not included is even more powerful and, you know, it can really be shared all sorts of different ways and it can really start getting shared a bunch of times. And, and so I'll talk about that at the end, but uh, I'm going to start with how to get your stuff shared by those who you've included in your content. Now we're going to talk about blog posts, articles. Okay. We're going to talk about Instagram stories. We're going to talk about snaps. Same thing as Instagram stories, really. We'll talk about getting guests on your shows. We'll talk about video. And then, like I said, we'll get to how to get others to share your stuff when they're not included in your content. So how do you get people included in your content to then incentivize them to share it? Okay. So collaborating is key. That's why I've done, that's why I get guests on this show. Well, two reasons. One reason I'll be honest is, yeah, I want them to share that, that podcast with their audience. So then I can get exposed to their audience. That's what collaborating does. That's why so many, so many of the super successful podcasts and shows in general have guests. That's why Gary V does his ask Gary V show with guests. Now it's so that he can amplify his audience to, to the guests audience. Give shout outs and mentions. So if you write an article about the, let's say it's the, the 10 best local coffee shops in Salt Lake City, and this is an article that I did recently, you're going to be listing those 10 coffee shops. So when you go post it on Facebook and Instagram and wherever else, make sure you tag those people who are included on the list. All right. Now you do that first off to let them know they were included. Second of all, it amplifies it so that their audience will see that, that content too. They'll see that they're tagged in it. And then it's easy for them to share. So so a, a real example, the 10 best coffee shops in Salt Lake, there's this local place called called Public Coffee, public with a K, it's very clever, and amazing place, amazing branding and everything. But they are pretty active on social media. So I factored that in too as to you know who I wanted to include on the list uh, is, are they active on social and can they share it and do they have an audience? So when I posted it on Facebook and I posted it on Instagram, I said, you know, 
check out the the list of the 10 best local coffee shops in Salt Lake, including, and then I tagged public coffee and I tagged, you know, the coffee garden and a few other places. So that's a great way to give shout outs and mentions. So if you, if you write an article and it mentions some other local business or some person, some personality, make sure you, you let that person know that they've been included in your content. That's true for blog posts, videos, Instagram stories, whatever. With Instagram stories, it's easy because then you can tag that person that you're talking about or giving a shout out to right in the Instagram story. It tags them and gives them a notification that, hey, you've been mentioned in so-and-so's story. And then Instagram makes it even easier for that person to share that story on their story. So guys, you can see the trend here. Collaborating is key. Give shout outs. Don't make it all about yourself. Uh, you know, the other reason why I have guests on the show is is not just so that I can get into their audience. It's because I think I, I don't know everything. I don't know everything. And so other people are experts on certain things that I'm not. So it's good to have them chime in and, and share uh, from their expertise when maybe I'm not so knowledgeable on a topic. Except for that episode we did with Jason Frazier, I just felt bad for the guy. I mean, he he doesn't have he doesn't have very many friends. You know, he's not well liked. And so I, I it was a charity thing. I'm like, look, this guy he just he, he walks around twiddling his thumbs and kicking rocks down the street by himself. And so I wanted to be nice and give him some exposure on the show. And so I feel good about it. That that was just a, a charity play. It's not like he knows Facebook pixels. So uh it was just charity. For uh, for Mr. Frazier. <laughs> Speaking of which, he's moderating the panel that we're going to be on at uh, Engage.Marketing. So I'm glad this episode comes out the day of the panel. And so he probably won't hear me talking shit. And so then he won't throw me under the bus on the on the panel because that could be dangerous. So along the lines of those articles that, that are shareable. Now, you have to remember, you ha- you could do all these tactics I'm talking about. But if the content itself is not shareable, it's going nowhere. If you do... I mean, you can get some shares. Let me back up here. When I first got started in content marketing, the only thing I knew how to do before I got into local non-real estate content, I was just doing real estate content. So I would write, you know, the, the five mistakes that first time home buyers make. And the way to include others in that is I would look to other real estate bloggers that had a big audience and on social media, and I would include their articles in mine as related articles. So I'd have my article, boom, 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 boom. Some, you know, in different spots, I'd, I'd link to one of their articles. And then at the end of the article, I might add some related articles, which would be, which would be other people's articles. Then when I post it on Facebook, like I said before, I tag them and say, Hey, check out the five, th- the five mistakes first time home buyers are making also includes links to articles by, you know, this person, this person, this person, then they know, Hey, I got a backlink in that article. So then what are they going to do? They're going to go share it. They're going to share it to their networks. So that's how I got started. And that's how I started building an audience of my own and getting some traffic to my site and building some backlinks. But then once you start creating really shareable content, which is never real estate related, really, unless you're listing the Brady Bunch home, you know, that that went on the market and was bought recently by HGTV. That'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Anyways, squirrel, squirrel's back. But the stuff that's really shareable has nothing to do with real estate. So you have to pick a topic that's shareable to begin with. The the ten the top 10 lists are gold. The, the 10 best coffee shops, 10 best parks and playgrounds in your city, the 10 best hikes with kids, the 10 best sushi restaurants, the 10 best sledding hills. One I did recently was the, the 20 best Instagram profiles in Salt Lake City. And I think I might have titled that differently. The, the 20 best Salt Lake City Instagram Instagrammers or something like that. And I did that on my Salt Lake Insider site. Now, what's crazy is the people 
who I picked, they all added they all added it to their story because they all had over 10,000, or most of them had over 10,000 followers, so they could add the swipe up functionality within their story, and they linked to, to the article. It was super cool. I got a bunch of new followers. I got a ton of traffic. I got thousands and thousands of new people to the site because of that. And it's all because I gave shout outs to other people in a way that made them want to share it. Anytime, let's be honest, if you're included on a list of the best agents or the best social media people or the best fathers or whatever it is, you're proud of that. It doesn't matter who wrote the article. That doesn't matter. You're like, oh, cool. I'm on this top, top, top 10 list. So you share it. And so they shared it. The top 10 lists are gold. So start doing some of those guys. And those are some of the ideas. Those coincidentally, except for not, are my best visited articles. My most visited articles, or rather my most shared articles. Some of those I have over 10,000 shares on. And I promise guys, I'm going to get to, to how you can get people not mentioned to share your stuff because the article that I've mentioned before on the show and some of my content marketing episodes was my moving to Salt Lake City article. That's number one on Google. I get a ton of traffic and a ton of business from it. That was shared locally by a very big, uh, a big name in, in social media, a very big account. And those Facebook shares really helped it rocket to number one on Google and gave it a t- gave me a ton of new followers too. I'll tell you how I did that. But I mentioned Instagram stories. So when you it, Let's say you you don't have a blog, you didn't do an article, but you're just like doing an Instagram story and giving someone a shout out. Tag them. Just tag them. Then if you have over 10,000 followers on Instagram, you can also link to wherever. You can link to their site. You can link to their Facebook page if you're trying to, you know, whatever it is. But Instagram stories make it very easy to tag people. You can You can tag people on Snapchat now too. It's just not as cool as Instagram in my opinion. But yes, you can tag people on in your snap stories as well. So the same thing goes. This is something I've really noticed a lot of fitness influencers doing on Instagram is uh, they, to grow their followers, they will give shout outs to other fitness influencers in the same space. And by the same space, I mean like hot chicks in bikinis or shirtless dudes with tattoos. You know what I'm talking about. These guys and these girls, they have a crap load of followers. And so in their stories, you'll notice that they'll have They'll say, hey, shout out to my beautiful friend, my beautiful friend, Katie. And then they'll they'll tag Katie. So they're directing their followers to go follow Katie. When Katie notices, hey, I'm getting a crap load of followers and I was, I was mentioned on this other person's story, they naturally feel like they should reciprocate and return the favor. Let's call her Susie. Then Katie will share uh, in her story that, hey, go follow Susie over here. And so they're kind of like cross-promoting each other's audiences, and that's how they, they grow. So shout-outs are key. And I do this personally. Like whenever somebody mentions Massive Agent on, on Instagram somewhere in their story or they do a post about an episode or something like that, I'll share that on my story as just kind of like a thank you. You know, obviously there's selfish motivation too. Let's not – there's no reason to, to leave that out. I mean there's nothing wrong with that. But it also gives them a little exposure, too, as a thank you for mentioning us. Now, if you have your own show, like if you do a Facebook Live show or maybe you do a weekly video show or maybe you just have a show on Snapchat or Instagram, have guests. Because like I said before, by having a guest on the show, they're going to want to share it because it promotes them. Okay, it It's in their direct interest to share a piece of content that they are featured in. And so then it gets your content in front of their audience where before that, that would not have happened. So having guests in your content is huge. 
If it's a Facebook Live thing or a Facebook video, you can very easily tag them in it. And one thing I will say, just a side note, whenever you include somebody and and you're letting them know that they've been mentioned or that they've received a shout out or that you've linked to them in an article, make sure that you not only tag them when you post about it, but send them a message. Just send them a quick direct message on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you're sharing it and just say, hey, I just want to let you know, um, you know, I gave you a shout out shout out here, here's a link. Because not everybody sees the tags, especially if you're tagging a page. Because on Facebook, Facebook page tags are ridiculous. It's hard to notice. The Facebook pages manager just sucks. You've probably noticed. So sometimes I'll miss tags. and Or if I'm tagged, it's hard to find. It's weird. So make sure you let people know. Just send them an email, send them a message and say, hey, you were included in this. I gave you a link in this article. I mentioned you in this video. And then don't expect that they share it. But don't be surprised when they do. Okay, now, as I promised, getting others to share your content when they're not featured in it. This is where the shares can really start getting crazy. So the biggest example is my Moving to Salt Lake City article. I didn't really mention any other local media companies or local brands or pages or anything like that in it, but you have to think about whose interests align with yours. So if you write an article or do a video on a certain topic, take a step back, and think about who else would want to share this type of content. So with this example, an article about moving to Salt Lake City, who else would want to share that? Well, first off, moving companies. I've had a bunch of moving companies reach out and wanting, you know, wanting links and wanting all sorts of stuff. I'm probably even going to sell some ad space to a moving company and feature them somewhere in there uh, because it gets a lot of traffic for people moving here. So that's a great place that if I was a moving company, I'd want to be. But where all my shares came from with that particular article, and I think I have over 2,000 now, 2,000 Facebook shares, and then a bunch more on Pinterest. Oh, another side note, another squirrel moment. I should have mentioned this earlier when when I was talking about articles and blog posts. When you're talking about when you're making your article shareable, not only does the topic need to be shareable, but you need to make, you need to give some tools within the article to make it more shareable. And Pinterest is a huge place to get your content shared on. Pinterest is a huge source of traffic for, for anyone with a website. Pinterest is is completely opposite of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter where, you know, you get the most exposure right at the beginning and then it dies quickly, you know, a day or so after. With Pinterest, it can keep getting pinned over time and you get more and more and more exposure on those pins over time. So if you're doing content, make sure that you have, that you include some of those longer portrait oriented images, the longer ones that you see on, on Pinterest, like the infographics on my moving to Salt Lake city article. I, I paid someone five bucks on Fiverr to do an infographic for me because infographics overperform with shares, especially on Pinterest. So if you can include a longer image, awesome. If you can do an infographic, that's even better. I do this actually on my massive agent podcast website. So every one of these episodes I create a blog post for, and I do the show notes and I do a little summary of, of what the show is about. And I include links if necessary, but at the end of the article, I always include a longer Pinterest friendly image for each episode because I want them to be shared more pinned more on Pinterest. You also, if you have a website, you also want to make sure you enable rich pins, which if you have a WordPress site is extremely easy, rich pins. If you, if you don't know what that means, just Google it. It'll, it'll explain. It just makes your article or your website rather look that much more attractive when somebody notices your pin on Pinterest. It shows your logo and it just, it looks like, Hey, this is a, 
almost like an endorsed website um, that I'm being directed to. So enable rich pins, very easy for a WordPress site or an easy agent pro website. Or, you know, if you have somebody doing your site, contact them and say, how do I enable rich pins? And I get a bunch of traffic from Pinterest even still, especially on search salt Lake. Uh, I'd say 20% of my traffic is from Pinterest, which is huge. Okay. Squirrel moment over fast forward again to the getting your content shared by people not mentioned in it. So that moving to Salt Lake city article, the interests in that aligned with a local media company called visit Salt Lake. They have hundreds of thousands of followers on Facebook and they they're great on social media and they are, their whole goal is to get to increase the tourism in Salt Lake, to get people to visit here and to get people to move here and, and, you know, do business here. That's their goal. So when they see this article that was well done, very authoritative that helped, you know, that kind of aligned with their goal, I reached out to them and I was like, Hey guys, I just wrote this. Would you mind sharing it? And guess what? They did. They loved it. They've shared numerous different pieces of my content since, and it's because our interests are aligned and they don't always want to be sharing their own content. They want to be sharing other people's content for the same reasons we've been talking about here. And so they're always looking for great content. I guarantee in your town or in your city, there's some local tourism board or a government agency that, you know, it's their job, like the Chamber of Commerce or something, right? The Chamber of Commerce, it, it just depends on the town you're in or whatever. Maybe there's a, a club or someone who's like a big media company that has a bunch of social media followers. If you write some great local content, reach out to them and ask them to share it. Some of them will, some of them won't. But when Visit Salt Lake shared my moving to Salt Lake City article, I got thousands of, of Facebook shares, a bunch of shares on Pinterest. There was hundreds and hundreds of comments on the Facebook post when they first shared it. And that really helped that article rocket to number one on Google. So take some time and research who else in your local area, not other real estate agents, but what other local media companies with big social media followings would be interested in sharing your stuff, align your interests with them. And all you have to do is let them know that the content exists and usually they'll share it. Maybe you have to find out who who's in charge of their social media and then go sit down with them and say, Hey, I'd love to chat with you about what you're doing. Cause I love what you guys are doing. Let me buy you some coffee and see if there's a way that we can help each other. I mean, most people are open to that as long as you're not weird about it. So go reach out and get to know their social media people, because once they know you and know that, Hey, you're a real person trying to actually accomplish the same goal. They are, they're much more likely to share your stuff. If it's good, I can't emphasize enough. Take the time to figure out whose interests are aligned with yours and then create content that is shareable by them. And then let them know that the content exists. Very simple. It just takes a little legwork, takes some elbow grease, if you will, takes some work. Well, I know I came at you with a bunch of tactics today, but it's good stuff. It's very effective. And I promise you, if you guys are kind of stagnant or frustrated that, hey, my following isn't growing, I'm not getting any traffic, I'm not getting any views on this content, implementing some of this stuff will help, will make that change. I promise you. It might not change with the first video or the first article, but you have to just start doing business this way every time and the traffic is going to increase. As I start to build out my Salt Lake Insider media company, my completely non-real estate one, I'm going to be doing this on almost every article because this is how you maximize the traffic, maximize the exposure, and grow your following the fastest. 
Okay. And just a quick thank you for all of you who have been listening and who have enabled our Alexa flash briefing. Thank you so much for doing it. It's called the Massive Agent Minute. And every single day, seven days a week, we come at you with uh, with 60 to 90 seconds of a tip, an idea, a strategy, a story, a rant, a joke, whatever. It's just a way for me to stay engaged with you guys every single day in a little one minute tidbit. It's, it's really taking advantage of this new uh, voice marketing craze. I'm telling you, Guys, figure out how to get into voice marketing, whether that's a podcast, whether that's a flash briefing, whether it's both, maybe it's a full on Alexa skill. I don't know, but you've got to start figuring out how you can do that. I would appreciate it if you have not yet enabled our flash briefing, go to the Alexa app and type in massive agent and then enable the massive agent minute. All you have to do is then say, Alexa, play my flash briefing and all the flash briefings that have been enabled, she will play. And if you've been enjoying it, if you've been getting some value, please leave us a review. That really helps us to stand out from the other real estate, uh, the other real estate flash briefings that are on there. And what's crazy, there's not a lot on there. It's we're still so new to this voice marketing thing in real estate. It's awesome. I love it. Before I wrap up, I just want to invite you. If you're a real estate agent in the U.S. or Canada, ever since May, I've I switched over to a new brokerage called EXP Realty that I'm super impressed with. I really enjoy, and there's so much upside potential for some passive residual income that that's alongside and in addition to what you're going to make by closing deals. It's on top of commission. So I'm really having a blast with that. It's growing fairly well. We're building a a nice little team. Some of you guys have joined and reached out and have actually joined the team, which is awesome. I, it's so cool when you can work with like-minded people. I can't, I cannot tell you how awesome this is at my previous brokerage. This was not possible. So obviously I'm excited about it. Other people are excited about it. The brokerage is growing like crazy. You hear about EXP all over the place. But if you want to learn, but I highly encourage you guys to learn what it's all about. And all you have to do is watch a video. Click play on a video. And if you like it, awesome. If not, that's awesome too. It's not for everybody. But let's find out if you're one of those people who it is for. All you have to do is go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP. Massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP. Hit play. And if you like what you see, if you're intrigued by it, reach out, message me somewhere. There's even a link on that page right under the video to message me directly. Reach out and say, hey, I have a question. And then let's see if it's for you. If not, that's awesome. At least you know, at least you watched it and you have the information and you know now that, hey, that's not for me. But I I promise you guys, for most of you guys, it is. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for listening to Massive Agent Podcast, episode 38. We'll be back next week after the Engage.Marketing Conference with some new, fresh awesomeness. Enjoy the weekend, guys. Go sell some homes. Take care.